Welcome to the Motivate Minds podcast. I'm your host, Liam. In this podcast, we'll be sharing conversations with incredible people, empowering others to flip perspectives, tap into their true potential through clarity and direction to become the best version of themselves. Get ready because this conversation will blow your mind. Thanks, Carlo, for joining me on the Motivate Minds podcast. I welcome back everyone joining us today. It is an absolute pleasure and honor to sit in front of you oh, and do, a, do another podcast. I know when we first jumped on, it was on Instagram. So I've always wanted to get you back on face-to-face and really, really show the people um, how you've created the life that you're living right at the moment because it is honestly an unbelievable life. Um, you've got an incredible story and I can't wait for our listeners to hear and join us. So please introduce yourself, Carlo. Yeah, thanks, Liam, mate. It's uh, it's an honor to be on twice now. And it's nice, like we, we got to set up the gear for the first time, so mm. good to break it in the uh, break in the headphones. But uh, yeah, this is always an interesting one. We're having a laugh before about, you know, who I am and what I do. Like, man, I'm, I'm just a regular old guy that <laughs> grew up in the country, yep. now living in Melbourne, but... Um, yeah, right now, I guess you meet me at a very interesting spot where I guess you could say, you know, titles, things that, you know, my Instagram bio, you know, entrepreneur, mindset and results coach, coach and mentor, um, founder of Sala, founder of, you know, the podcast, and so many other things. And I think that that's a really cool thing that I love about myself and my life is that I've never been someone to just do one thing. Whereas I thought that's what you had to do. Like you you were supposed to, society was like, you have to just do this one thing, like study this one thing and do this one thing, be this one thing. And I was like, nah, man, today I want coffee, tomorrow I want chai. Like I'm allowed to do lots of things. And um, growing up, I was an athlete. I was a soccer player. That's all I wanted to do was kick a ball. And yeah, did that for most of my life. And now, you know, from that ending and having that, you know, quarter life crisis during that and realizing that I wasn't as passionate as I thought I was. I didn't actually want to make pro in that. I wanted to help people. I've then designed, created, fumbled, failed to create this life that I live now, which, you know, as you would have seen from the weekend at the event, like I was standing there with tears in my eyes. I'm like, this is pretty, pretty freaking awesome mm. that, I, that I get to live this life and, and know it doesn't come without stress or struggle or whatever it may be, but I get to do what I love and love what I do. Mm. And it's pretty crazy that I get to say that because there's not a lot of people that get to do that. So, Mm. yeah, yeah. You meet me at that place. Yeah, which is awesome. You know, I've heard your story in the past and no bits and pieces of what you've done, but I'd love to share with our audience. It hasn't obviously always been like this and you touched a bit on your failures, on what you had to actually go through to get to where you are at the moment. Yeah. I love the story. It was at the event of the 36 cents in your bank account <laughs> story. <laughs> I'd love to touch on that briefly and go through that point in your life and um, what you were doing in that, mo- in that moment of your life to then transition to create the life you really want. I know yeah. you touched on manifestation and things like that. Yeah. Would you please go into more detail about how you created that life for yourself at that moment? Yeah, there's so much context to this that it's it's hard to wrap up. How, how much time you got? You got three <laughs> hours. But I feel like at that point in my life, I was 24, 25. I just got back from a New Zealand Kentucky with a mate of mine. Um, I had not much money in the bank, right? I booked this Kentucky. 
Um, just got back from a, a really big event that I'd went to, like a personal growth event. And I knew I wanted to always do more in life. I wanted to, uh, at that point I was on, geez, I'd, I'd been working 30 different jobs from like 16 to, to 25. Um, and, and no exaggeration there, like 30, I could probably name them all. Um, and businesses, I'd probably had five, um, a lot of failures, a lot of wins, a lot of debt. Um, and it kind of, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I love personal growth. I love seminars. And I just, I was one of those people that just tried things. I don't have a problem with trying things and taking action. Like I will try everything once, right? So I did all those things and I just ended up in a point where, you know, when you just feel lost and lost in who you are and lost in what you're doing, I had a lot of ambition. So I was like, hang on, I read the Tony Robbins books. I should be doing something with my life. But also I was putting so much pressure on myself to be something at 25, right? How old are you? 25. 25. Mm. So, had so much pressure on myself to be Tony Robbins, who had been in the industry more than 25 years, it was probably like 40 years at the time, and I was expecting to be him or, you know, someone like that with so much experience. And it was like, well, it kind of grounded me when I was in on that Contiki and I had no money in my bank account and I had to pass on all the fun activities like the bungee jumping, the, the, the snowboarding and all that sort of stuff. And I was working at the time, I was doing graphic design on the way, but there was no Wi-Fi on the bus and they promised you that there's Wi-Fi on the bus. That's why I was like, I'll go on this Contigi because there's Wi-Fi. Mm. There was no Wi-Fi. So I was stressing out. I'm like, guys, I need to sit at the cafe and they're like, you can't, we've got to do these activities today. And I'm like, yeah, but I've got to make money. And they're like, no, no, just enjoy life and drink and all this. And I wasn't a big drinker either. And I think in that moment, I was just like, look, I'm, I'm not homeless, right? I'm, I'm on this Contigi and I know that I've got a flight home. Um, but at the same time, I knew something had to change. So when I got back from that Contiki, back from the event that was before it, I was like, okay, there's, I, I want to do something with my life, but something's just not feeling right within me. Like I, I something fit, like almost like a panic attack was starting to happen. And I got invited to this event in Bali and, um, it was going to be a, you know, a $3,000 deposit type thing, a $3,000 cost for the ticket. And then I also had to pay flights accommodation. I knew I had to be there. My friend was like, you got to come. I'll pay your deposit if you have to. And it was that moment where I was like, I need to just completely shift what I'm doing. Cause what I'm doing is not working. And I had my little meltdown panic attack. I couldn't even afford to go to dinner with my mates that night. And I was so embarrassed to tell them that because they were working successful jobs. They, you know, had houses, had partners. And I was like, I can't, I can't tell them. That would make me look like a failure and I don't want to look like that. So I just made up a, a lie or an excuse. I was like, I've got to go home. Mum needs me in Mordura. Now, mind you, Mordura to Melbourne is six hours, right? So I got in my van and lucky I can sleep in my van. I drove three hours. It was getting dark and I'm like, I'm going to stop in Witchy Proof, um, which is the name of the town. And I'll wake up, I'll have a coffee in the morning and I'll sort out my life, right? Got there, slept, Woke up the next morning and um, looked at my bank account and I had 32 cents. And I'm like, fuck, I can't even get a coffee, man. Mm. <laughs> Didn't have a credit card or anything at that time. Had had some, you know, debts, uh, loan debt and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, shit, I have to look in the car for like coins. And I remember getting all these co- like silver coins and um, I walked into the cafe, had my keep cup. And I'm like, surely they'll give me a discount for the keep cup, right? And I was like, oh, I'll have an almond almond latte and uh you know the almond milk's like a 50 cents more so i was like damn it put it up anyway i put the coins there and she's counting them out and there was like let's say it was four dollars she counted um three dollars fifty or something like that i was 50 cents short in my head i'm going damn where am i gonna get these 50 cents from what can i say and she was like oh you're 50 cents short and i'm like oh just 
oh, I didn't know. I was just trying to clean out some coins. I'll go find some more. And she's like, nah, it's okay. It's 50 cents. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I want this coffee. Um, and I got that coffee. I sat down. And it's, it's a very special place because I go there every time I drive between Mudra and Melbourne to go home. And I sat there with a the coffee. I got my journal out and I wrote my dream life. What's the life that I wanted to create? I was like, I said, you know, I wrote it out. You know, this is from what I'd learned from coaches and mentors in the past. You know, dear universe, I surrender. Like, I am where I am. I'm accepting of that, but I surrender to everything. And I'm just, I'm here to receive now. I'm here to listen. I'm here to learn. And I'll do whatever it takes to get this life. And then I wrote, I'm so grateful. I, I put a date on it. I was think it was like um, March 20. 20 March 2022 something like that and yeah dear universe I am so grateful I'm living my dream life I am running a company that I love I'm doing I'm living my purpose every day I'm helping thousands of people I'm building communities I'm with a partner that I love and adore um, I'm traveling the world I'm sharing what I love I have a podcast that's listened to by thousands of people um, I have a book that you know people are buying and this 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 and it was just this whole page of like my dream life of what I'll be doing and I wrote that and I was like, okay, it's there. And I'm going to give my, t like the date on it was, I had, had time. I think it was like three or five years. And I was like, awesome. If this takes me three or five years, I'm committed to doing this. I kind of like kept it in my journal or folded it up. And I was like, okay, I still need to manifest 10 grand. <laughs> I still need to get this money for this event that's coming up in three weeks. Um, and then I sat there and I just went, it's not a matter of resources it's a lack of resourcefulness. So where can I be more resourceful? And I was like, hang on, well, I can ask my, my dad for a loan. I can ask a mate for a loan and give them some interest as well. Whatever way I need to do it. If you're in a state of desperation, you will find a way to do something. I remember um, at, in network marketing, they always told us this story of, if you're, if you're in a building, right? And your family's in the building next door and there's a plank of wood in between. No matter if it's 100 stories high, if that building's on fire, you will walk across to get your family and bring them back. It's a matter of how urgent is it in life or death for you for you to actually take action. Because if it wasn't burning and it was just on the ground floor, you'd be like, oh, it's all right, like they can stay there. There's no, there's no harm there. But you will do anything if it has a high importance to you and high value to you. So... For me, it was like, this event is high value. Like, I know this is going to change my life. So I went and asked that friend, went and asked my dad, went and got a loan, whatever it may be, and I found the money. Went to the event. It was incredible. Met incredible people. It wasn't so much that the, the knowledge was groundbreaking. I'd learned it all and read it all in books, but just the delivery and being around people that are like-minded and in that energy, I was like, something cool is going to happen here. Yeah come home from that and I just started taking action. I was like, this is my line in the sand moment where I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to start taking action on that vision and breaking it down. What can I start doing or what do I want to do? I started coaching, started my podcast and, and doing all the, uh, I actually had the podcast, but I kind of started taking it a bit more seriously. And I just started taking action on that. And that's what then, you know, we, we talk about manifestation. It didn't, all those things in that vision didn't happen in five years. They happened in like one or two. I interviewed, you know, the people I wanted to interview, you know, these big guests like Dr. John Demartini. Um, I built a six-figure business. I uh, was speaking on, getting asked to speak on stages. Um, I signed a book deal. Um, had a podcast that had like over 100,000 downloads. Um, yeah, I was doing what I love and I, was, I had a community with thousands of people in it. So 
it was quite it's quite crazy that you know and we reread it on the weekend like i had it up there and i was looking back and i'm like damn i wrote that ages ago and it's all happened and now it's just even expanded even more now it didn't possibly happen the way i thought it would but it, it did happen because i held that vision and i trusted in that process yeah. and like i said there's, there's been so many ups and downs and failures and rock bottom moments in between there but also those rock bottoms led to my biggest breakthroughs so i'm so grateful and that's why i'm rocking the the yeah. grateful hoodie yeah because uh <laughs> i'm i'm grateful man like, everything that's happened has led me to where i am and you can always look forward and be like, oh, I wish I was somewhere else or, or I want to be there in the future. But where I am right now, like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful I've got, you know, amazing friends in my life, the, the partner I've got, the income that I've got. Like, I'm, I'm just so grateful. And I know that it came from me choosing which life did I want to live, the one that I was living at the moment, at that time. Mm. And if I continued doing the same things and the same habits... I'd still be living that life because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Yep. But I chose to live a different life and chose to pursue a different life and now that's why I know I've got the results that I've got now. Yeah, yeah. It's so incredible and powerful that it all started from, obviously it's a journey, but that moment of going back to that cafe and writing out your vision where you were clear and direct on what you wanted to be. And it goes back to what you taught as well is be, do, have mm. is you were really being that type of person. You were taking action by surrounding yourself with like-minded people that were inspiring you and giving you that energy that you needed to conquer your dreams and goals. Yeah. And now you've, you've got it, which is great. And it's so inspiring to be even sitting in front of you too and connecting with, with yourself too because you can do it if you truly believe that you can. Yeah. Um, I guess with yourself you've gone through you might have you might go through a spiral in your life where you go through negative thoughts and feelings and that might be in your conscious your subconscious mind what for our listeners but what are some ways that you can work through to become have a stronger mindset and become more grounded yeah when you're going through those thoughts and feelings yeah well especially in those feel those moments it's so easy to be distracted, be caught up in your emotions, be caught up in the limiting beliefs that'll be coming up. You're a failure. Why is this happening to me? It's because of this or I'm not worthy of X, Y, Z. For me, the, the being is the energy. The being is the beliefs. And when you're going through those spiraling moments, I think if you start to judge yourself, you're just going to make them spiral even more. Um, I always go back to mm, gratitude. Like for me, it's I'm grateful. What's happening in my life right now is exactly what is needing to be happening and what can I learn from what's happening and I learn through gratitude right if I look at it and go this is wrong it shouldn't be happening well then I'm trying to resist what's reality and anytime I'm trying to do that I'm trying to say that right now is wrong but if I look at it from a different lens I'm not going to say what's you know this is amazing that's happening when you're spiraling it's not good but what is good about this situation what can I learn from this situation okay what led me to this moment and even when I'm in those moments, it's so hard. Like, trust me, last year I went through one of the lowest points in my life, right? I can't say exactly what happened, but like a company that I had and that was my passion and everything I put my heart and soul into had to close and I didn't have a choice in the matter. So that happening, I couldn't do anything about it. You know, talk about, you know, things happening around you that you can't control. You know, when we went through lockdown, 
it's tough because you want to be able to control things because you want to say yes or no, I want this to happen, I don't want this to happen. But when that was happening, it was really bringing myself back to stillness of like, don't try and distract myself. I'm not a drinker or, or anything like that, but it's so easy to distract yourself in Netflix or whatever it may be. It's like actually sitting with it and being like, okay, like this is happening. I'm not going to ignore it and be like, this isn't. But also, why am I grateful that this is happening? And it's so hard to do it in those moments. It's so easy to be grateful when, oh, the sun's shining and, and I got a new car and I'm grateful for my family and all these nice things. But can you ground yourself through gratitude? Mm-hmm. And that for me is like, you can, you can do all the modalities. You can, like, and that's what I started to do was breath work and, and meditation and something for my mind, my body and my soul every day. Just something little. And taking off this expectation and pressure, especially if you're in that uncomfortable moment of a, of a spiral or just an unknown, I don't know who I am or what I'm doing, is just being so kind and gentle to yourself and knowing that that moment's going to lead to something new. New seeds are going to be planted, but do something for your mind, your body and your soul every day. And that will help you take those next steps. Yeah. Because sometimes I think we get overwhelmed with, we need to know what everything looks like yeah. in order to move forward. It's like, no, have the vision, trust the process. The path is going to change. Just like when you have a GPS, right? You put in the end destination and that's the important part. If you don't put any end des- destination, you're just driving everywhere, right? End destination, I want to go from here to here. And if there's a roadblock that the GPS doesn't see, but I see it and there's a truck in the way, I'll go a different way, but what does a GPS do? It reroutes you back to that path. And that always reminds me that, and that's why I remind myself through, whether it's affirmations or reminders on my mirror, is that I'm always on the right path. Mm. It may not look how I thought it was going to look, but I'm always being redirected in the right path. Yeah. Even when the worst things are happening to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so powerful. I've just come back from Europe and when <laughs> I did, when I met the most incredible people too in Europe. Yeah. A lot of people, while they're traveling, including myself, didn't really know what they wanted to do with their life. Yep. And they were trying to gain some life experience to find that new... Travel does that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was awesome. And um, you've helped a lot of people work through trauma, limiting beliefs on themselves. Yeah to really help them with some direction in their life on what they want to do, what their why is, what their purpose is. How can someone go from being unmotivated, unhappy, or not living on purpose? What are some things they can do to maybe get on that roadmap to the life that they really want? Yeah. Well, I think that, like, especially in, like, the Conscious Blueprint, you know, you've, you've come to the two-day seminar. It used to be an eight-week program, and I think that's what, where I break down where I, what I use, that process, not, not exactly to a T, it was kind of worked my way, fumbled my way through it. That then led me to then teach it to other people. So if someone's in that, that you know, mind frame or, or space in life right now where you're feeling unmotivated, uninspired, lost, feeling a, a, like a lack of fulfillment and lack of purpose is, well, Again, we've got to ground through gratitude, right? We have to accept ourselves in the moment and we do that through forgiveness and because we've got to work on that relationship with self. That is what I've found in every single person is it doesn't matter what the external looks like. That's why it's called the, like the inner work, the internal. And it's work. It's not, oh, I just focus on self-love and it just happens. No, it's work to work through traumas and to release baggage from the past. You've seen in the breath work, like it's, it's 
pretty intense sometimes. Yep. But we have to do that in order to let these things go to stop holding us back from moving forward. So finding that, that acceptance of self through forgiveness is beautiful. Because if you're going to take a next step on your path, but you're always like blaming yourself or holding any resentment or regret or revenge towards yourself or anyone else, you will take steps that don't feel aligned to you. So that for me is like, okay, let's reach a good place. You're not going to accept everything in life overnight, but let's accept some of those big things that have been holding us back. Then connect back to your purpose. You're always living your purpose. It's not this thing that we, you know, get a fortune cookie and it tells us what our purpose is or that someone else is going to tell us what our purpose is. You've got it. It's just reconnecting back to it through your past, through the things you're passionate about and all of that. Then from there, you can start to create a, a vision for your life. If we don't have something to look forward to and a life that we want to create, we kind of get lost in what's the point of life. Mm. Now, I've never really sat and you know pondered you know what's that point of life from a place of I'm feeling unfulfilled I've always thought of it from a place of like what's this point of life like what if we all lived our purpose like how cool would it be because life's pretty weird man like it's pretty crazy like yeah. you know we, we're born we're, sorry we're unborn for a very long time we magically kind of appear and be created and then we're born, and then we're alive for a certain amount of time, and then we're dead for a very long time, whether you believe in reincarnation or not. Like, you die, you, you don't come back. That's Maybe it. your soul or whatever, but, like, you're gone. So you really only got this much time in here. And I feel like if you are living in your purpose, sweet, you'll live each day with fulfillment. And because there's no pressure on an external result when it's living in your purpose. But when you create a vision, it's like, well, what's the life that you want to create? No judgment on what that is. If you want to sit on the beach all day and collect seashells, like you in Byron Bay, like that's fine, bro. <laughs> like you can go do that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But you've got to align to it. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people are getting to these spots where they're feeling unmotivated, uninspired, and lost because they've been living a life that wasn't theirs. Correct. And living a vision that somebody else sold them into of this is how life should be. Yes. Now I don't say life should be anyway. You should be. I say, if I'm going to say it should, is if you're living in alignment with your values, you'll create a life that you love. So then from that vision, you then have a map, a treasure map of like, this is the life I want to create. These are the areas of life. We go through the wheel of life. How can I start to improve and better myself in those areas? How does it look? How does it feel? You're getting clarity now. You're starting to actually taste what these things are. Then you move into what are your highest values and what is the identity to move into? That's when we become the being. Be the person that's living that life. You be that person that's in the energy You with the beliefs. What does that version of you believe? I always do this. I do like an aspecting thing, right? If I'm ever in, in, a, in a sticky situation or like a point where I'm, a, a limiting belief is coming up or whatever it may be, I aspect. I sit opposite myself, like a vision of myself, that's me in, in you know two years' time that's living this life that I've wanted to create. What do you believe? What do you think? And they yeah. always just look back at me and just be like, bro, it's going to be okay. Like, mm. stop stressing. Mm. You know that that's just a belief. Change it. Mm. Bring another belief in. Mm. So what is that identity? What are the highest values? If you live in alignment with your values, you will be happy, fulfilled, and feeling that, that version of success that's yours. Yeah, yeah. But you need to know what they are. 
Mm. And then it's just a matter of taking action after that. And I feel like, yes, I, I share that because that's the program that I teach in the two-day event. But that for me is like giving you the clues to all the things, what to be. Once you're being in that energy of the person you want to be that's living that life, you'll naturally do the things that align with that. You will do uh, things that inspire you, things that you're passionate about, things that you love, things that you're naturally good at. And then as a result, after a period of time, because everything takes time in life, right? Even if I throw this cup at you, right? It's going to take time to hit you. Probably not that much time, but (laughs) it takes time. There's a time delay. Be, do, have. The have will naturally come. So me being in the energy, I sat there and I was like, I am so grateful that I'm living this life. I wasn't living it at the moment, but I was planting the seed of belief that this is the life that I have created. Not I will create or not I can create. I am so grateful I am living this life. I have this income. I have this company. Mm, mm. So I was affirming it to the universe. The universe doesn't know any different. You say to the universe, I can't do something. It goes, okay, you can't. You say I can, it goes, okay, you can. Show me. Do it. And that's where like, I, I don't, you know, when you look at spirituality and, and manifesting and all that, like I don't, like, bro, I've got all the tarot cards. I do, I'm a Reiki practitioner, like all those things, but it's really simple for me. It's like the being is the beliefs, the doing is the things you naturally do, the having is a result that you then create. And for me, I can, like, it's a testament to, like, what I have created is being that version of me, doing the things like the podcasting, the programs, all of that, and then having the result right now. And I'm not finished. I always extend that vision because I, yeah, I'm content. I'm satisfied. I love it. Mm. But I also want to impact more people. It's not I want to make more money. Well, of course, like, that's always in there as well. But it's I want to impact this planet and leave it better than as best as I can while I'm here and make the most out of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just just because you touched on that too, you've obviously created a successful life for yourself at the moment. What motivates you now knowing that you've created the life you desire, built a solid mindset because you've gone through tragedy and everything, and and so what is that now what what in, what keeps you motivated is it making an impact on more people now moving forward yeah what do you think yeah i think it's definitely making an impact on more people it's actually like leaving a positive impact on this planet now for some people it's not you know as big as that and that's okay like i'm not trying to be the best out there and impact the most people it's just make as big as impact as i can um, for this generation, but also for the next generation. Like, I've got nieces and nephews. Like, you know, I, I remember one day on the news when I was in Mordura a couple of years ago, um, there was a news report that came on and it was like, um, you know, tragedy of a, a primary school student taking their life. And that hit me. It was like, fuck, my, my nieces and nephews are in primary school. If any, If either of those were to come home and I not come home... And I heard that, like, it would absolutely crush me. Like, not many things in life would, but that would. Mm. And the fact that there's so many people that don't love who they are, don't love the life they're living, and don't don't want to be here, breaks my heart. And that's what drives me to do these things, to work as hard as I do. I do love it, but I also love seeing other people have those breakthroughs. 
have those moments after the forgiveness meditation where they're just they're, they're they're releasing they've released that but then they also find so much inner love for themselves dude even if you don't do the vision the values whatever if you can find acceptance and love for yourself you naturally just feel so much better i feel that i've gone through the process yeah. i've done the inner work and i've come out of it and i can honestly say it is definitely something that you need to do to get to know yourself on a deeper yeah. level to then create the life you really want because as you said previously too when you look more inside of yourself in into more personal development and get to mm. know yourself you then get in touch with your purpose and what your passion is and yeah. you have more clarity and you go okay now i've got more of a vision of actually what i wanted to do i don't have to settle for what society or what my parents have told me or whatever the normal way of doing things is yeah I think that's really powerful and it's all, all thanks to yourself because you've created these seminars like Conscious Blueprint and a lot yeah. of the meditation breathwork sessions that you do it's opened up a lot of people's minds and eyes to really understanding themselves and connecting back into themselves but also seeing what they want to do what the next steps of their life actually is yeah yeah man it's 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 really simple when you talk about it, but it's not simple when you obviously get there on the day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's hard shit. Yeah. And it's, it's, but that's where we grow. Yeah. Like through the discomfort, through the hard stuff is where we grow. And I'm not saying create a hard life, but it, it's like that quote, you, the, the, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. If you do what is hard, your life will be easy. Now I'm not looking for a, a hard life or an easy life. I'm looking for a life that is of fulfillment and success. And I know that that, the hard things are what lead to growth mm-hmm. and what lead to you know, those breakthroughs and becoming a better person. Not because I'm not enough. I am enough, but I can always become better and yeah. do better in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you only do better when you know better. Do you think success changes over time? Like, Has your definition of success changed compared to where you were previously at 24, 25 when you're just starting off and where you are now? Or is it still in alignment and on the same path? I think it is going to shift at different parts of your life. Like I think, you know, when you're, when you're single and you're, you know, having fun, like success look, probably looks a bit different. When you've got a family, it probably looks a bit different. I think my definition of success was always, you know, and I, I did steal this from Tony Robbins, was, you know, success is being able, doing what I love, but able to do it when I want, where I want, with who I want, whenever I want. And that's why a life of freedom for me, freedom in terms of lifestyle freedom was really important. Hence why I've, I wanted my own business because it gave me a lot of lifestyle freedom. Now, that doesn't mean I sit on the beach all day and you know do nothing or I just work for two hours a day. No, I love working, but I also have choice in what I do for work and where I work, when I work, who I work with. Um, is that going to change for me? It could. It could when I have a family. It could change when uh, if I go into a different role, but that for me has been so prominent in what I wanted to do. Um, but I think that your version of success, like you probably have one right now for the listeners or the viewers. If your version of success, if you don't know what it is, like definitely go and define it. What is success to you? What does it look like? What does it feel like? The feeling will probably always be the same. You, know, you want it to feel light. You want it to feel free. You want it to feel happy, fulfilling. The, how it looks can be so different depending on what you then want. And that's why this is a good thing to do every year or every couple of years to then see what what is that for you and that's why I love doing my vision after the event on the weekend I I sat down and did my vision again 
or looked at it because I'm like, well, what, where do I want to be in five years? I haven't looked at it for like two years and I've done all those things. Now it's like, okay, what's that next level for me? Mm. I also know that I'm someone that's always reaching those new levels because I want to make such a big impact. Mm. So I don't expect this or, or you know, need anyone else to have this as well. But I know that by me sitting in this and owning it, like this is what I want to do. And I've always wanted to do this. Whether it was in soccer, I wanted to be famous, right? I wanted to be the next David Beckham, right? This is what I want to do. And naturally, that's gonna, that energy is going to attract like-minded people like yourself that we all just come together. Yeah, yeah. And that all, yeah, makes an awesome like-minded group. Mm. So you would say self-reflection is a big part of your life. Self-awareness is everything. Yeah, you're yeah. always reflecting whether it's in three months, six months. How often would you say you do a self-reflection? Is it every day? Is it every week that you need to... Maybe put the next goal in place or better yourself in an area of your life or how often would you say you are self-reflecting, Carlo? I'm reflecting every day. Like, Mm. you know, I love the fact that questions bring up new answers and I'm so curious. Why did I do this? Why do I want to do this? Or what do I want to do with my life? What would I do if I lived you know, in Bali right now? Like, I'm always reflecting on those things, especially in meditation and, 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 you know, just in you know, driving or journaling or stuff like that. I think for your life ones, look, I look at it, I, I do run life kind of like a business <laughs> at times where it's like I have the quarterly, monthly, weekly, yearly sort of breakdowns. Um, but back in December, I set, you know, the goals for this, this year, the, the vision for this year. And then I broke down month by month. Now things obviously change and whether they get achieved or don't get achieved or things shift along the way, that's why you break it down every so often. That's why I love the fact that, you know, me and the guys that I work with in like-minded, like Steve and Dan, we do our weekly check-ins and we know what our targets are. We do our monthly check-ins. Every quarter we go away for three days. We have a little retreat and then we just go and plan, okay, what's the next quarter look like? Where can we support each other? And then we also do that big yearly one where it's like, okay, what are these big goals we're going to go for? Because we're not all like... We're big players. Like we, we're all uh, manifesting generators. We all want to go big. We all want to change the world in our way. Mm. And we all want to do it together. So if we don't have that, again, you'll just be aimlessly going, oh, I'm doing all right, running a podcast and running these seminars and woo, it's good. That's fine. But if I've got these certain checkpoints to hit, I think it's really important to check in. And that's why with the Conscious Blueprint, there's always that eight-week program afterwards that people can opt into to keep you accountable so that you're checking in on, hey, are you actually... This is why I love you know, coaching and mentoring, right? Because you get to pull people up and be like, hey, you said you wanted to do this. Why aren't you doing it? Call them out. Like I, I love calling people out, but also calling them forward with love so that they, ca- they can actually see what they're doing. You know, Ask them questions like, why do you think you're not doing that? What's holding you back? And then what do you think you can do to start moving towards that? I feel like a daily reflection on that. And that's why it's good to have your values and to look at them and be like, am I living in alignment with my values? Mm. If the answer is no, okay, do something different. And that's your framework. The, the, your boundaries, your, your, your values create boundaries for your life. And if I'm living in alignment with my values, I don't second guess a choice that I make. I go, if something comes up, like if someone's like, hey, let's go for coffee tomorrow morning, I look at my values and I go, well, impact and growth is one of my things right now. So is connection, but what's important? I actually have a meeting at 8 a.m. I can't do that. I just say to that person, hey, I can't 
that's the boundary. I, I can't tomorrow, but I'd love to on the weekend. Or what's Im- like important in terms of if I've got you know a friend's birthday, but I also have a seminar, weigh up what the difference is. I'll catch up with my friend another time. That seminar, I can't miss. That's my work. That's my passion. That's my impact. Mm. That's one of my highest values. So then I start living in alignment with that. Yeah, yeah. I think the relationships that you have in your life is, is what's coming out to me is, is so important. Um, you've got really good friends in your life that keep you accountable yeah. for... You, like you said, you have your own visions. They are aligned in some way, but they all individually have their own goal and mission attached to them. If you were to go back and tell your younger 18-year-old self one thing, what would that be? Trust yourself. Do what you love without worrying about what anyone else thinks and everything's going to be okay. Mm, mm. Even when it feels like it's not, it's going to work out. Yeah. yeah. Having that self-belief, that yeah. trust within yourself. Trust the process. I didn't. I didn't at that age. That's why I was a people pleaser. That's why, um, you know, I did well in soccer and I went overseas, but I didn't stay. And look, I don't look back and say I, I could have done something different like, or I should have done something different. I could have. Um, but I think if I believed in myself a little bit more, I definitely would have built a better connection with myself a lot younger mm. with others. And I would have made more decisions for me rather than to keep other people happy, especially in my soccer career. Um, and I probably would have stuck at it for a lot longer. But yeah. I don't regret it because... <laughs> It wouldn't have been a, a bad life, but I just don't know. I love what I'm doing now, so I, I, I love where I am at the moment. And just remembering that everything's going to be okay. And I can remind myself of that now, even when I'm going through tough times. Like, trust me, no matter who you see on Instagram and whatever life they're living, how much money they're making, we all have problems, struggles, and discomfort that we have to move through. It's the human experience. We're all going to have limiting beliefs. We're all going to have fucked up shit that happens. Mm that we can't control no matter how much money you make and we never know 100% what's going on fully with someone there's always stuff in the background so that's why I'm trying to be as kind compassion compassionate and supportive of myself and others around me and that's why I love what I do because I know that there's so many people struggling out there and it just takes me being able to listen have a conversation to be able to live my purpose which is to help people connect back in to their truth uh, which is their heart which is their purpose which is love but also so that I can live my purpose through the ways that I want to which is through teaching creating or creating teaching and healing how it's exactly done <sighs> unlimited I yeah. could serve coffee I could be a, you know work at a printing place I could you know host a podcast there's so many ways that I can do it, but as long as it aligns with those things, then I know that everything's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Carlo. It's been absolutely amazing. You're so welcome, brother. Please, can you share with our listeners and our audience how we could find you? Social media, websites, different platforms that you have, even em- yeah. events and seminars that you've got coming up as well. Yeah. So we can get involved and obviously grow this community because it's a movement. It's about inspiring, impacting people in a positive way, which you are doing, which I love to have you on the podcast. And 
I hope that we can keep growing this community and make it bigger. Heck yeah, bro. We definitely will. And I love our friendship as well and, and so grateful for it. Um, however, we connected. Cold and conscious. Cold and conscious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, Carlo at underscore Cirillo on everything. Um, I'm most prominent on Instagram. Still on the gram. TikTok a little bit. Um, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, everywhere. Really, If you go to Instagram... The link in the bio will have everything there. Um, all the events coming up. So uh, I run Sala, which is the mindfulness wellness app, which has like meditation, breath work, uh, sound healing and movement on there. Um, so that's available there. Um, if you go to the link in my bio, you get a little cheeky deal on that one. Um, we do run workshops around Australia every weekend. So I'll be doing those, which is a lot of travel, which is beautiful. Can't wait for. Um on top of that, um, Cold and Conscious every week. I'm a facilitator there in Altona. Not the next couple of weeks, but, you know, it's there. That, that's got Altona, Geelong, South Melbourne, uh, Muldura. Um, programs and stuff like that. Like, coming up, there's nothing really until next year. So, uh, if the Conscious Blueprint, what we've talked about, is is something of interest for you, um, there will be a link in my bio to kind of put your name down for February next year. Um, we have a retreat coming up in Bali over New Year's. That's with Hello Wellness. Um, we're also going to be at Lost Paradise in Sydney over New Year's, which is crazy. How are we going to be in two places at once? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think like we fly out the next day to Bali and all of that. Um, we're always running like soul journeys with sacred and, and, and cold and conscious with the team and the crew. So there's so many things and I'm running meditations every so Sunday in Essendon. Um, I've got a podcast. Yeah, there, there, there's it's lots too much. Just, just <laughs> go to Instagram, whatever you resonate with. I post four times a day. So if you like that stuff, if if you're vibing off anything we talked about, come check it out. And also drop in my DMs. I may not reply for three weeks, but like I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> the man's got a lot on. So. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Everyone tags you. in. Like if I add a reel and I tag 20 people, it then creates 20 messages, yeah. which pushes everything down. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The struggles of social media. <laughs> No, it's so good to have you on here, Carlo. Um, you do absolutely amazing things. And, um, yeah, just can't wait for the community to keep on growing because I know yeah. I've been a part of it uh, for a little bit now. Um, and, yeah, I wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for you, mate. So do really oh, appreciate bro. it. Bro, <laughs> love that, love that. Dude, thank you. Thank you for all you do and, like, the fact that you've come into this. And I remember our conversation where you're like, dude, I just want to start a podcast. And I'm like, all right, just do it. <laughs> and you're like, how? And I'm like, man, we figured it out. Yeah. And and just like today, like getting the headphones on, setting everything up, it's it's a it's a process, but this is the most exciting. And maybe you don't know where it's going to lead to or, or a, a, an exact vision for it, but you had a vision of starting it and now you're doing it. And that's what's powerful is just taking action on that thing. And the community side, yeah, man, it's been so awesome to connect with you. Mm be friends with you like we went for coffee with Lawrence before and that was just awesome and then just keep expanding and I had your help on the weekend at the event which was so awesome and like just to have people a part of that is is a great feeling so I'm glad to be uh, on this journey with you brother it's and great. Uh, it's we're great. only just starting that's so. it and I can't wait for more people to get involved yeah and um, yeah really grow the community because I know I know what great energy <laughs> and everything that comes out of it so yeah. Heck yeah, thank man. you again man Let's Appreciate do it. You. Thank you. Much love. Thank you for listening to the Motivate Minds podcast. I'm your host, Liam. 
It's an absolute pleasure bringing the best minds so we can all listen, learn, and grow. If this inspired you towards being better, please share it with someone you love so we can all grow towards greatness. You can go ahead and follow us on Instagram. The name is motivate.minds. That's M-O-T-I-V, the number eight, dot minds. I hope you have an amazing day and make the most of every opportunity in every opportunity. Peace.